Radio V. Radio in TV. Welcome to the Poe Show, broadcasting live from T-Radio-V in Hollywood, California. Hollywood! This is where we elevate the creative cult. You guys know that. This is where people can, that's, this is where the creatives can be seen. And you guys can see us. The creatives can see us. And everybody that wants to see creative stuff can see us. So keep <laughs> tuning in. Keep checking it out because we've had some amazing people and we'll continue to have amazing creatives that you may or may not know about. Okay, I'm Poe, by the way. Okay, so on May 23rd, on that episode of The Poe Show, I had the amazing Chuck Wright. You guys all remember Chuck Wright. With, of course, a beautiful Susie Malone, which is unforgettable as well, right? This episode was to promote Ultimate Jam Night, an incredible rock and roll extravaganza, now on its 68th week, organized by the organizer of all organizers, Chuck Wright. So on that day, I introduced Chuck to the station owner of T-Radio V, Zena Media Group, Zena TV, Mr. Mike Zena. And less than one month later, Ultimate Jam Night came alive in a big way. In just five days from the news of the Orlando shooting, the Ultimate Jam Night team and Zena TV collaborated to bring the world Ultimate Jam Nights a gift for Orlando. Very special night. A show that proved that people from all over the world can unite to put down hate and join in love. This was the first real-time digital fundraiser with donations going directly and immediately to the cause from all over the world, literally all over the world, real-time, via Bravo Tipper Pay. In just five days, the group pulled off a worldwide live broadcast, introduced new technology, found and flew in a Pult security guy who had lost 17 friends in the shooting, reached out and had bands fly to LA on their own dime to participate, created a whirlwind of media attention, not only in LA, but nationally and worldwide, created a social media swell and knocked out, believe me, one hell of a show. It's a prime example of the power of creativity and the creative spirit. So let's take a peek at kind of what happened that night. So that's what went down. 
That's really what went down. Half of those pictures are from a great photographer, which I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, but they're on the photos. Watch it again. Um, and from my cell phone. And <laughs> honestly, and um, that was amazing. The energy in the room was so positive and so full of love and, and bringing people together. And it was, it was amazing. Not just the show. The show was amazing in itself. The setting was amazing. The whiskey was amazing. Everything was amazing. Okay, so cheers to the creative cult. This is how we get messages like this out. This is how we bring people together. Creativity, right? Duh. Thank you, for Chuck Wright. Thank you, Mike Zinna, for bringing it to the world. I mean, this is important, and this is what we can do as creative and with te technology, right? We can do this. This is great. Okay, so a reminder this Friday, July 1st, 8 p.m., direct from Hollywood, La Magique Fantastique, starring Susie Malone and Arielle Hartman with special feature BP Major. At the Federal Bar, 5303 Lancashire Boulevard, North Hollywood, California. Get your pre-tickets now for $10. They will be more at the door. I think they're 15 And the following, if you can get in, because it might be a hot, hot thing to go to. I'm going to be there. I'll give you a hug or lots. And a lot of you might be really uncomfortable with that. And the following night, July 2nd, 8 to 11 p.m., Jason Achilles Mozilla's record release with Volto. Volto. At the Viper Room, 8852 West Sunset Boulevard, West Hollywood. This is Jason's new instrumental album, Come Down, which we've been talking about. It will be released worldwide on iTunes tomorrow. And this Saturday at 8.30 p.m. sharp, he's playing a very special record release party in celebration. The headline act for the night will be Volto, featuring Reverend John Ziegler and Danny Carey of Tool. Jason's bandmates for this very awesome night, Keith Larson on drums, Brian McConnell on keys, and special guest, Jink Kent, it's hard for me to say right the first time, of Civil Defiance. On base, doors open at 8 p.m. Tickets available at TicketBat.com. Okay, so today, we're connecting to culture via art. I have in the studio with me today, American-born Latino of Colombian roots, whose mission is to visually bridge the gap between cultures, artist, illustrator, instructor, who we on the post show know also as a bitchin' bass player for the band <laughs> Harmful Have Swallowed, <laughs> Carlos Nieto the third. Yay, thank you. So you're the third one. Are I'm the other the two as great one. as you? Huh? Are the other two as great as you? Mm. <laughs> when they start numbering them, that usually means <laughs> that they're they're pretty great. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, practice makes perfect, right? So I'm I'm you're the third. Ooh, <laughs> there's better. a charm. <laughs> no, my, my dad's awesome. I got I got a lot of my uh, uh, yeah, because we're live on air. From him, because yeah. we're live on air. <laughs> dad, you're awesome. Dad, I love you. <laughs> granddad, granddad, <laughs> granddad, granddad, dad. Mm -hmm. And American-born Mexican artist, illustrator, curator, with her roots from Juarez, Mexico, Monique Kimberly Sugar. And we're gonna call her either Monique Kim or Sugar. <laughs> we don't know yet. I might just call her Sugar. I like Sugar. Okay, <laughs> okay, Sugar. I like that. Okay, so this is going to be a really interesting, uh, this is a really interesting topic for one thing, um, especially following, following Mr. Zoe Williams. Um, as we're, um, we want to talk about connecting, connecting to our roots and to culture of where, where we came from. And it's an interesting topic when, when it's about um, Latino art, Mexican art. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, okay, Carlos, I'm going to let you um, what are your views on, on that, on, for one thing, those terms? Right. I think, um, I, I'm, I'm pretty okay with, um, labels. Um, I think it's more about, we, we're so mixed now in yeah. terms of just, uh, human race that, yes, there are specific origins, you know, whether you're specifically from Brazil or from, you know, England or wherever, but, I feel over, over the over the generations, we've mixed so much. We don't know what our great 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 ancestors did, and where they traveled, and where they settled. So, I mean, I could um, through tra tracing my lineage down through Colombia, I'm sure there was a mix of you know um, uh, indigenous and Spanish, and then also from that, from the Spanish, a mix a mix of uh, Spanish and even. Um, er uh, Arabic, maybe, because you have, you yeah, have yeah, like yeah. the Moors and the Spanish people true, in yeah. living in, in, uh, French. in Spain, right? In French, yeah. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of mixture that I will never know about, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, nowadays, I think we see the current, the current uh, wave of, of, of 
identity and things and then we just stick with that but then uh, yeah we don't a lot of times we don't go beyond beyond that you know well and i think um it's interesting because i i um i saw this show as a latino art topic and it really after i gave it more thought it's more about like a like the way people want to be represented and what better way to express yourself of your roots and who what you what you're about right then through art like really mm-hmm. right um that's an awesome for thing. example <laughs> i'm going to call you kim for now mm-hmm. <laughs> um frida's a big influence of on you right big time um and again going back to like the labels i think right now especially with the whole like trump thing and he just wants to label. We don't. Like, we don't talk know. about that. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just no, kidding. I'm me. just kidding. That's why it was important for me to be like, no, I'm a Mexican because he kind of like wants to generalize everyone, as you know, uh. and I want to take ownership and say this is where my roots come from. Frida's a big influence. Yeah. Okay, but let I me want ask you something. So, so is this? Th- did this get stronger? I'm not a politician. I don't get into <laughs> politics typically. But I'm just curious. That I'm not going to say if I'm a Trump fan or not. Yes, I will. I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. It's embarrassing. Okay, but anyways, um, that said, so were, did your did your ties to Mexico get stronger no. since Trump? It's strong all the time, but I think I, I just, just brought it. Uh, brought, yeah. Probably brought it to the surface. Or I just wanted to be like it, in terms of like the show. Okay, like. Can you just represent me as a Mexican artist yeah. because that's what I am. Especially right now, I I want to put some positive reinforcement on our culture because in the media, it's it and especially through his mouth, it's it's being um, just ran through the mud. Like, what the fuck? You yeah, know? yeah. But yeah, so that's why it was important for me. Can for you show. can you say fuck more closer to the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Just move it kind of, <laughs> just move it kind of towards you. I know they're kind of synonymous in a, a negative, awesome. negative. I shouldn't even uh, be talking about. I usually don't go there. I usually don't go into like my specific um, thoughts <laughs> on religion or <laughs> politics. But this isn't politics. This is just a crazy circus. But I uh, do know people who are voting for him. Believe oh, that I or know not. I, I don't hang out with these people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just because we're not like-minded. Obviously, how could we be? Um, okay, so I think. It's weird because now more than ever, this is what's strange to me because, um, for one thing, we we're just talking about Ultimate Jam Night, and you know, there's there's still people with issues with with gay. I, I don't even get it. I don't even <laughs> understand that either. But um, there's, it seems like the closer we get in technology, like it's bringing the the world together, people are trying to um, more maybe they're struggling for representation in a sense, especially if it's there's derogatory stuff going around. Mm-hmm. A lot of it does have with te- have to do with technology and the media. Internet. And yeah, sure. it brings everything everywhere. closer. And mm-hmm. then you see, wow. But I think that's a great vehicle to use to actually put out that message, right? So it's like, that's why I love Instagram. And I'm always on Instagram because I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to take photos of myself. I'd rather take photos of my art and display my message I know, through my know it's hard art. to get a selfie out of you God, yeah. I stalked and stalked I mean at first it's like what does this guy even look like no, I'm just kidding no, thank uh, god you're in a band so unlike, I have the band shots right? unlike the people that like take photos of themselves hiking look I'm hiking and like oh, there's a leaf me. of grass behind do. you <laughs> it's all you oh, look you at what I'm eating yeah, yeah I do that oh my gosh Oh, yeah, I do that. I love selfies. Frida loves selfies, too. No, I don't mind. (laughs) Frida Frida loves loves selfies, selfies too. Oh, my gosh. That's funny stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's whatever. It's your individuality. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you're not one of these people like like the whole frame is you. Oh, no. Well, I don't know. You see a little piece of the mountain in the back. Like, look, I'm hiking. Maybe. Well, okay. (laughs) You know what's what's interesting, though? I mean, if you do, like, I travel a lot alone. I love to travel alone. No offense to anybody that I said no to about traveling with them, but I don't take offense to it is just me i love to travel alone because it's i can do whatever i want and spontaneous and it's a little scary depending on where you are even i mean as a woman traveling alone in Mm. weird places it's scary anyway and i like it (laughs) that's what i want to do one day i really like travel alone. okay so you have to take you're alone so you have to take a picture of the thing and you with the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You have no choice but to take selfies yeah. because you have to. I was there, but I mean, you could get the picture of the thing online and it would be a better picture than you took. 
So you have to well, say, have I to, was you here, have but to here's... prove you were there, right? You have yeah. to document it. Yeah. So <laughs> I selfie the hell out of things then. Because you have to, like I said. You I just don't look good in selfies. That's the thing. You, know? oh, I, you need a selfie stick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you need a photographer for your selfies. <laughs> I don't think that works that way. Right. Exactly. Okay, what are we doing on time? I have no idea. Oh, my gosh. We're way <laughs> off on time. Okay, we're going to have to take a break, right? Oh, wow. How did that happen? Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> I want to travel doing spoken word spoken song but we talked about photographers we talked about yeah. painters we talked about dancers yeah. we talked about uh, Shakespeareans regular actors poets writers art on any level whether it's music visual art um, writing you know any kind of creative endeavor that there's there's a value to it We merged the worlds together, the art world and the music world. You know, they say everything is with the bright brain, the visionary, the imagination. So what we need to do is, as spirit beings who are, have limitless potential, is to tap into the left brain. When you improv, you're completely connected to the music. from the opposite direction. I started with the best of the best. <laughs> exactly. Right? I started with uh, Versace and Armani and Yves Saint Laurent. It's kind of becoming like the rock star thing to do is uh, instead of being in a band and going on tour, we just go on tour to paint walls. And it is a challenge for us how to be true to ourselves and at the same time be able to, to pay bills, be able to, to, to do it as a vocation habit. The industry has changed. We have, we have gaming, we have animation industry. I started my career as, as an animator, a Disney character animator. I figure drawing instructor at uh, Noman School of Special Effects. Create a sculpture within a sculpture within a sculpture. You can create things that unfold, you can create things that work and walk around and things like that. So people's imagination is gonna, just going to be ignited. Yeah, I was a professional stage actor for eight years in New York. What was weird is that when I was spinning around, I literally felt, I started laughing uncontrollably, and I felt like I was going insane. Creativity and art in all shapes and forms is a way of communication with everybody. It, it, you know, it goes through language barriers and racial barriers and everything. Welcome back. Okay, so you two are both from L.A. Mm -hmm. Born LA, and yes. raised, yeah. Born and raised in L.A. From Silver Lake, uh, Silver Lake, California. So, for, for how far back? How many generations? Um, the, I'm the first generation. My parents okay. came from Colombia, and um, and then and then my brother and I were born here. How about you? First generation LA. My uh, oh, grandparents cool. met in Chicago, out of all places. Wow. Had their kids there, and then they migrated to LA, like in the 70s. You know, I was doing research on this topic, and 22% of Mexicans live in the United States. Mm. I'm surprised. I thought it would be more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? More, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it. Maybe not in the Midwest, <laughs> but like on the on the on the coasts, maybe. Texas. But maybe I'm, but I'm sure. I, I'm, but how but I'm sure that's, I'm how sure that's does, right. Where does that number? It probably comes from the Census Bureau, so it's probably not right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, just feel, I just feel like the the whole historical thing where no, like, that's true. Yeah, like the whole Western Coast was was that Mexico, right? Yeah. All of that, yeah, yeah. and then once once you know they came over and they right <laughs> came over yeah. and took it over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean it, that could be right. <laughs> okay, we're gonna check out Carlos's art. 
Let's check it out and yeah, see, yeah. see what see what he's all about. I want to see my art. I know, right? <laughs> Okay, wow. that's what Carlos does. And Carlos was saying, oh, some of that's really old. I haven't seen some of those in years. I know, I'm but so the thing like is, sketchbooks. you know what's, I, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> that's part of the creative process. Right. And some people go, oh my God, that was so old, so old ago. <laughs> so old ago. <laughs> so long ago, so old or whatever. But it's part of, it's part of your journey. Mm-hmm. There it's is true. something that you, in my opinion, mm-hmm. my personal experience, that you lose as you evolve as an artist, that vulnerable, innocent stuff that is golden, you actually lose because you keep trying to get better, get cleaner, get, sure. you, you lose you that. S- you start to conform to you what the rules of the art world is. Mm-hmm. And that's Most why- Most artists th- do, yeah. And that's why I think it's pretty sad. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. It's true because you start thinking like, I have to do this in order to be an artist. No, 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 but, and the, but the weird thing is about that mm-hmm. is you can't go back to, it's that. I think you can though, because I still I still go back to some of my sketches you in can't terms of forget, concepts. Mm, well, concepts you can, right. but actually that vulnerability, that oh, that saying. innocence, you can't go back to. Right. You already know the shit. Discovering, like, discovering, uh, discovering the drawing as you're doing it, and the line work, and how it's going. to You turn know out. what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I see okay, I see. we're gonna have to take a break. <laughs> we're almost back on schedule. We got way off, but we are almost back. I so need more champagne. We'll see you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> with me today two gorgeous individuals with style and major skills never too early for bubble you ever had a champagne bath oh yes i have actually in france were you sticky afterwards daniel is also an ordained minister for you and i can marry you wouldn't wouldn't that be big of me or big of you Pamela Anderson, Anna Nicole Smith, Stevie Nicks. I mean, that's like how diverse I can be. So you have the president's daughter, and I'm doing her. But then I can also go do somebody who's hot and young in Hollywood and, you know, a troublemaker. Danny does everybody. How did that feel? Two-time EDM Artist of the Year. We come from small towns. Mm -hmm. So to be a small-town Aussie boy, um, coming all the way to Hollywood and surviving, for and one thing, yeah. For one thing, and then um, winning, it, it, it felt amazing. People would be driving down the street like, I love your hair. Yeah, bored, and I wanted to change my look a little. If you get bored, just go pink. Yes, of course. 
had the green hair. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting so much attention. Mm -hmm. And all I've done is change my hair. Yeah, but you're yeah, super but hot anyway, and then green hair, it just brings more attention to a super hot guy. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> to have those gorgeous men naked in the garage uh, yeah, gorgeous, shooting men. Again. <laughs> gorgeous men naked in the garage you're talking my language right now <laughs> you go in and out it's hollywood Okay, that was a clip of the DeCrisio and BP Major show um, episode. BP Major will be with Susie Malone on July, the July 1st show at the Federal. So definitely check that out because he's amazing as well. They're all three of those people that have been on the show are amazing. Susie Malone, Ariel Hartman, BP Major. You gotta see it. Creativity at its finest. Okay, so tomorrow... Tuesday, June 28th at 8.30 p.m. Don't miss, especially after all this, don't miss Ultimate Jam Night at the world-famous Whiskey A Go-Go, 8901 Sunset Boulevard, West Hollywood. It's Independence Night. Rock, funk, pop, alternative, just when you thought you've heard it all. As always, no cover. As always, amazing shows tomorrow and every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Also tomorrow, 7.45 to 9.30 p.m., trigger, fring trigger Finger Improv at Long Hard Tuesdays. Of course, this is comedy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who else would get away with Long Hard Tuesdays? <laughs> Pack Theater, which is funny, too, after that. 6470 <laughs> Santa Monica Boulevard, Los Angeles. Watch History Get Made and see the reunion of Trigger Finger, a legendary improv comedy team filled with attractive people. Okay, I'm going to read these names, and I hope I'll get them right. I really tried to research and make sure I could pronounce them right, but I'm not sure if I did it good or not. Okay, Damien Fahi, uh, Michael Garcia, this is the cast, Lou Gonzalez, Angela Janae Parker, Gracie Mercedes Fahi, Stacy Rumaker Bouchot, Nathan Kaywood, and Derek DeGuider. Also featuring your favorite pack theater house teams, yay! Rat Throat. And Big Yellow Taxi. Stick around after for the HMS Deathmatch. Tickets are first come, first serve. And I love this part. Pay what you can. <laughs> That's the creative cult for you. Pay what you can. So pay a lot. If you can do it, pay a lot. Please. I don't know. It sounds like communism to me. <laughs> well, Damn liberals. Ah, we're not going into politics. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm not done with this. I'm not done out. with I'm this. Sorry. I have to talk about Viva La Lucha. La Lucha? Is that how you say it? Lucha. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Saturday. I'm <laughs> asking these people. I don't know. I don't speak the language. Okay. Saturday, uh, July 30th, 6 to 10 p.m. Viva La Lucha. Do you know about this going on at the Museum of Latin yes. American Art? Okay. Mm -hmm. 6 to, so correct me if I'm wrong because I just got this off the thingy. 6 to 8, Alamina's Avenue, Long Beach, California. Which I Long love Long Beach. Beach. Long Beach is great. Lucha Libre Mexicana Entertainment. Returns for a night of five action-packed Lucha Libre matches. Do you guys go? Do you, you guys, are I've you gone. going? I love. I can't go to that one, but I uh, I want to. I really I've done face painting for people that went to there. That's awesome. <laughs> that's my connection with that. That's your <laughs> That's your six degrees. That's all you that's got. That's six degrees. Okay, with high soaring kicks and flips, guaranteed to make the crowd go wild. Viva la lucha <laughs> includes a lucha libre marketplace. I should get a job there, right? You should. I you could totally, be the announcer. Yeah, totally <laughs> Food trucks, cash bar, cash bar. That's where you can get cash. I think it's like an ATM. <laughs> Art workshops, face painting, face painting, and an opportunity to take your picture with a luchador. What's a luchador? It's one of those the wrestlers. It's the yeah. guy. What's the, what's the girl? Luchadora. Ah, right. uh, Luchadora. <laughs> there you go. I can't say it like he says it. 6 to 6.55 p.m. There's a film screening of Tales of Mass Men by Carlos Avila in the screening room. Limited seating is available on a first-come, first-served basis. Don't forget to bring your lucha mask. Prices will be <laughs> higher at the door. Purchase your tickets in advance at molaa.org. All ages are welcome. 
So that's pretty exciting. That's and pretty weirdly, that just came up like this event. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys were it wasn't coincidental. Seriously, I am so serious. Let me look for a Latino event. Or let me look for no, a Mexican it, event. Yeah, no. out of nowhere, it just came out. No, I, I saw cool. the no I'm so serious. Yeah. Like, I, that's just, cool. Super cool, right? <laughs> I think I did a drawing of Nacho Libre, and everybody's like, are you going to the Lucha event? And I didn't even know what was going on. You should say, yeah, sure, I'll be I there. Know. <laughs> okay, let's. I do have, I do have some stuff kind of related to that. Let's see Kim. Let's see Kim's video. Yay! While we're on that <laughs> subject, <laughs> I want to see what you found. Let's check it out. Okay, what's funny is when I was totally stalking Kim, um, I want to call you Sugar. When Go I on, was do okay, I'm gonna, I love I'm gonna call her Sugar. <laughs> Sugar's a great. I would totally just go by Sugar yeah. or Shugs. It yeah. would get to Shugs. People call me that. They call me Kim. Whatever. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I would be called Shugs. Kim Shugs. Yeah. Kimmy, Kimmy Shugs. Kimmy Shugs. Kimmy Shug Shug. I love it. I have a problem with. Um, with nicknaming people and then it just sticks and then uh, it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cat named Yoda. Yoda, oh. right now, Yoda's name is Pete. <laughs> oh. And everything, Pete. He's Pete. I don't know why. He's Stinky Pete. He's, oh. he's, and then you go and then you're thinking Pete and you think Peter Rabbit. You think, I you mean, just go just, on, on and on after that. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. I'm such a, my, I think I got that from my father. He was really a, um, a, a, a nicknamer. A nicknamer. <laughs> Yeah, when I was born, straight out of the womb, my name was Frog. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. And it stuck until I made it unstick when I was a teenager, <laughs> of course. But yeah, I was Frog. And so. It was your dad's idea? What's that? Was that, was, that was your dad's idea? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Frog. Okay. frog. <laughs> but it's out of love, though. Yeah, he's a nicknamer. <laughs> okay, so um, okay, so when I was stalking sugar, <laughs> I'm gonna be confident I like in this the sound now. Of that. that's, yeah, that's good. Um, I f I found the Day of the Dead that you did, mm -hmm. and that's when you two met. The it was so, 2000. Right? Am I freaky? I'm so sorry if I'm freaking you out right now. You was are, it 2013? You, I, oh my god! It I have a horrible a memory. Ago. I don't remember where I met. I. Uh, I don't remember. It was Somebody <laughs> introduced you. Oh, you have to see Carlos's work. He does yes. this. Somebody, oh. and I can't remember who. And then I think it was 2013. It was a mutual, wow. mutual friend. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. through that, like two years later, we did the mural. Yeah, we did a mural together. Then. Isn't that uh, beautiful? That's, the that's one with awesome. the skulls. The one with the skulls. Yeah. The skull project. Okay. You know what? I thought you participated in that, yes. and I thought I saw a photo, but it wasn't clear enough for me to like mm -hmm. say, "Oh right. yeah, right, she right. did this." Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I didn't get that on there, but I think I do have. Um, where is it? 
Actually, was, maybe. Really let's see, Carlos. <laughs> oh, hmm? you're busy. Um, okay, well, we can see the other the other wall you did. Oh, yeah, yeah. For um, in Boyle Heights? Yeah, can you talk about that? Yeah, that was. Um, the Monique experience. Wall. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I thought that that would wall. be. Okay, there it yeah, is. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so tell us about that project. Uh, somebody reached out to me regarding uh, a mural for uh, webisodes called Hentified, and they're on YouTube right now um, and Instagram. America Ferreira is uh, an executive producer, and this guy uh, had an awesome story. Um, it's a duo writer team, I think, and um, this the actress I did the mural for, her character is painting it. She's a Mexican-American oh, living cool. in Boyle okay. Heights. Okay, cool. um, and I think the liquor store gets bought out by a white gay man who wants to kind of like, you know, gentrify the area. And uh. it's going to be like a trendy farmer's market slash liquor store. Uh. But the neighborhood is really upset about it. And um, at the end of the, the episode, I think he just kind of caves and is like, you know what, just get rid of it, tells the artist. So she um, ends up, uh, having to make a decision if she's going to do that or not, but I'll let you guys. Watch oh that. my gosh, I'm so <laughs> excited that I that I put that up there because that, that's, I didn't know anything about that at all. <laughs> I just knew there's got to be something great. behind this. Right. Yeah, they were awesome. I, I wow. drew up a few sketches. They went with that one, and and that was I did great. it. In, uh, so great. A yeah, it was great. And we were and we were talking earlier. Um, even the story behind the scenes of that event yeah. could, could be its own movie. Because no, I sure. got yeah, a lot yeah, of slack yeah. just for for doing it. <laughs> uh, not from the older people. It was more the younger guys that lived in that area. One guy ran up on me like, well, "What do you write? Who are you from?" And they had a security guard there. Like I was, wow. it was crazy, and they were getting pretty upset about it. But every um, older person that walked by was like, this is beautiful. We love this. Isn't that interesting? It's interesting times right now. Yeah. I think more than ever, because like I said, we're so much closer together around mm. the globe. But we're also like, wait a minute. Right. I, I mean, more easily offended at the same time. Yeah. Like, or confused, maybe. Like, confused, don't know. I okay, think. what do I think about this? Yeah. Right. It's a time to think about what are your views? I think and why can't they just be everybody's great? <laughs> Right, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> fear. It's fear <laughs> and oh, yeah, change. Of course. And well, there's only, supposedly, there's only fear in love. Fear yeah. In love. That's true. I think. My philosophy. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, Simple but, girl. And that's what that, the webisodes are about. It follows seven characters that are, um, you know, they're uh, range from older to millennials and they're struggling. And they're in, in Boyle Heights um, struggling with change, like trying to adapt with the world now while keeping their culture and their, their um, values. Isn't that weird? That's mm. so relevant to this episode. Oh, yeah. It's oh, totally so is, crazy, right? right? That, that always happens. Like, whatever, yeah. it kind of just comes together. <laughs> okay. Um, I have Carlos painting the world. Let's check. I know this is a little old, but. Oh, yeah. The interview I did. Yeah. That Let's check awesome. that out. That was oh. fun. Oh, you're <laughs> awesome. Thanks. It's really great. Do you see it? Do you see it? Brought to you by State Farm. For auto, home, life, and banking, get to a better state. My name is Carlos Sinto III. I'm an LA artist. When I was really young, I started out drawing uh, my own comic book characters and, and superhero characters and uh, would just fill up uh, sketchbooks with uh, drawings uh, that I just made up. This is one of my earlier pieces, and this is when I was trying to really delve into the idea of Day of the Dead and what it represents to me. And for me, it was more about the sensuality of life and the celebration of life rather than the morbidness of, of death. And these are all models that I know, friends of mine, people I ask randomly when I meet people at art shows, and, uh, and I try to capture the essence of, of their personality and their uh, character within, within the paintings. I decided the best way to get my art out into the public view is to have them on things that people would want to buy. So I figured um, flasks are a really good seller. Um, everyone likes to drink, <laughs> especially at art shows. And uh, these are some of the images of my second series that I did. And I'm expanding with these uh, where I'm actually adding uh, more hints of jewelry from different cultures and uh, insects and animals that might represent different things from different people. 
So we're here at uh, Mercado Hollywood, Jesse Gomez's third location of Mercado, and he asked me to paint a mural that would kind of exemplify a celebration. He envisioned a small Mexican uh, pueblo with kind of like a festive energy to it. And this idea has always resonated with me, so I wanted to play around with this idea because we had different walls on in this restaurant. And uh, basically, you pick one spot, which is right in this area here, and when you're standing at this spot and look at the full mural, it looks like a real three-dimensional um, painting. His idea, when I was finishing this one, uh, one of his ideas was to have um, a huge wall full of uh, skulls, different types of skulls painted by different LA artists. So this wall here is the uh, skull wall. That top one in the corner is my first one that I did uh, as part of this project. And it's basically, I want to do an abstract skull instead of a traditional looking skull. We had a bunch of different artists come in and create all these other wonderful skulls in here. And I came in towards the end and I created this one up here at the corner. And that one was more just an exploration of a traditional uh, realistic looking skull. I've always believed that if you have a definitive style that's yours, then there will always be a market for your art. We as humans are a mishmash of all different types of cultures, so I'm trying to reflect that in my artwork. So anything from Middle Eastern symbols, Japanese, um, Indian, African, uh, Pacific Island, we, we're all a mix of that throughout history, and that's what I want to represent with my artwork. The day of the dead idea calls to me, talks to me, because uh, it, it's just a reminder that we're all um, temporary here. And um, it's, it's a celebration of the time that you have here on Earth. And you're uh, doing whatever you can to enjoy it and to, ex and to create experiences. <laughs> oh, hi. We were talking about right other stuff. You totally planned that. Okay. So that was so that was pretty cool. Okay, so and I should have been watching actually so that I could refresh my memory, but your mission, Carlos, is to visually bridge the gap between cultures, mm -hmm. whether they be American, Latino, Asian, European, African, etc., in order to show a glimpse of a global culture. Yeah, I just want to say, everyone, just relax and just relax and get along. We're all we're all the same. <laughs> we might have different eyes, different skin color, different hair, but we're all the same. We're one organism that has millions of what? little. Wait, wait, wait! One orgasm? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I require a few more. <laughs> no, we're one. We're we're literally one animal that has a bunch of million. Yeah. Um, you know, individual pieces of it okay know? but what's interesting too about you is that you had an interest in where you came from um right. you say great interest but little knowledge of your roots and that created a longing for you to connect right. to your past and where you came from i think everybody kind of in some sense at some point wants to find out or wants to connect with what they're about because yeah. it is it's relevant it's in your veins sure and to a certain I'm extent i'm not an addict <laughs> to a certain extent i don't know where <laughs> i came from i watched some tv maybe i'm actually uh. watching shameless and there is some of that but i don't do that see tv is a bad influence but that's a funny show. Shameless is funny. I haven't seen it. I've been so I've busy doing the art. I don't see the version. I haven't seen the British version. Oh. Is it, there's a British version. Oh, is there I'm a British part. version? Really? I don't know. I love I love William Macy. So. I do too. It's, it's crazy that show. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like there's, <laughs> they don't hold back on anything. That's what I love about it. Talking about creative. That's a good. But you know what I've noticed? I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm totally changing the subject. But what <laughs> I've noticed, what I've noticed with uh, TV's great right now. Movies not so much. Movie industry isn't as great as. TV, there's some great yeah, TV. Right. But <laughs> I think part of it is because, like, this particular show and a lot of them, it's, mm, it's, I think it's geared more towards our short attention span. So it goes quickly. It's like, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, every second there's something crazy that happens. There's not a building. There's a, a mini building. Like, you, you already get it. Okay, okay. You, right. One scene, and you see that happening, and then it goes right into just, like, frying you so i hmm. think that's one thing yeah, well, that that's technology's had 
I mean, TV's got it. They're like, okay, we have to go bam, 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 like social media, or nobody's going to give a shit what we're doing. It's like the MTV culture, but on steroids now, like, because you got to have everything right at your fingertips, and you have have to have that information and everything. It's crazy. Oh, my God, it's 147. (laughs) This is not good. Okay, we are going to go on a break, right? (laughs) Say, go on a break, Poe, damn it. Stop talking. Previously on Vantage Point. I think what we're doing, like a big mural stuff, it's, it's different from uh, traditional art because people actually have to see it, either if they like it or not. Right. It's, it's you know, it's there. Like a traditional art, like the stuff I do in the studio, even um, people have to choose to go to see it. That's different from uh, painting on the street level. Yeah. Like people actually see it. And I think there's some something happening there. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointberlin.com. Vantagepointberlin.com. Previously on Vantage Point. Do you know stopping a train, do you know hoka or double hoka in, in, in the station within three to five minutes is definitely not an old school thing. That's, yeah, that's, that's right. a new school thing. And I think it's nothing to be ashamed of, you know, saying, you know, new school, old school, whatever. We respect the old school from Berlin as much as uh, pretty much from any other country. I'm just saying that uh, what we're proud of is like that, you know, we found a new way because the system got a lot harder talking about trains and we, we found a new way of, you know, of uh, getting stuff done. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointberlin.com. Previously on Vantage Point. My focus really in the late 90s, early 2000s, and still is today, but more so back then, uh, was painting freight trains. I wanted to see where these things were going. I went out there and did a lot of train riding got really uh, knowledgeable on the trains and where they were going and how long they were there for and figured out what cars were going where. So I think that side of the system really interested me. It wasn't just painting graffiti on a train, it was sort of like this whole network that you're kind of becoming part of. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointradio.com. We forgot we were doing this again. We started <laughs> talking about stuff. Oh my gosh. What time is it? Ooh, it's 49. Oh my God. Okay. So, um, sugar, sugar. Okay. I want to show these skateboard decks because you did these, right? Yeah. Is it skateboard, right? Yeah. Did you, have you, did you, did you do snowboard too or just skate, I, I skateboard? I did a snowboard a long uh, time I thought so. I yeah. saw it. Oh, uh, I'm freak. Okay. Check this out. And you're also a Star Wars fan. I am a big Star Wars fan. Like that. Oh my God. And you also, we're going to skip that, of course, video because we don't have time for it. But we're going to go to um, also the merch. You also, there you go. Yeah. Okay. I'm a big Morrissey fan as well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is but that, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but what's, what's, what's cool and um, what I wanted to bring up is, you know, for artists to make it, sometimes merching is a good idea. Yes. They do it in, in music as well. Merching is not a bad idea. Especially, like, flasks, are you kidding yeah. me? Right. Everybody wants one of those. Everyone wants a flask. <laughs> Everybody wants a flask with a dead They don't even drink out of it. They just put it on their, they just yeah, like, I want it for my bookcase, you know? Yeah. Oh, do most people not use it? No, they just Yeah, it's a collectible. But you can use it. You could totally use it. <laughs> I often do. <laughs> do you have one now? We're out of no, champagne. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so I think we're running. Oh, my God. We are out of time. Okay, so tell me where can we find you, Sugar Sugar? Um, well, I work at Casita del Pueblo. Oh, I didn't even of, bring that up. A lot of my merchandise is there at the shop that I work with. Uh, I work with uh, the owner, Yolanda Garcia. She's, um, you know, the whole place is a vessel to uh, promote up-and-coming artists. And, it's and where great. is that? Where is, the, it's where is it? It's in Uptown Whittier. Okay. We have a oh, gallery. Right, um, we have shows once a month that go to a certain theme and we look for artists on instagram on social media oh that's so cool yeah that's so great and i see social media now. do you see this yeah, is how technology a lot of artists are like i don't have an instagram what's you the um, what's the upcoming show about frida frida, <laughs> frida. Kahlo. it's her birthday july 6th so we're having a big dedication show on july 9th 
and we're inviting artists to email us with your pieces and um, for submission for the for the show. Okay, That'll be check fun. it out. That'll be okay, really fun. Carlos, where can we find you? I am everywhere. I do illustration. I do uh, <laughs> sign painting. I actually teach anime workshops. I go to libraries and teach uh, kids and teens how to draw anime. Didn't even so get to all that. Yeah, yeah, you can go to animeyourway.org. That's my website, or my name, Carlos Nieto the Third, and then art.com. That's my website. Um, I am working on a graphic novel right now. My first ever graphic wow. novel about a Latina superhero okay. in Echo Park. <laughs> this superhero oh, is going to be back on the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> when I release it, I'll, I'll release it here. <laughs> How, when do you think? Um, you know what? I'm really bad at writing. <laughs> book I'm now. horrible at writing. With, um, I need a writer. a writer. If you know of any writers that are... I can write. You know what? I put an ad on Craigslist saying I need to hook no, up with a female Latina writer because I w or Mexican writer because what right. I want to do is I want to get that perspective. Uh, and I got yeah. at least three emails of people saying, fuck you, you're racist. I'm like, why? Because I uh, want to be authentic about fuck? my character? So yeah, oh that's my... my God. I'm going gonna, gonna to refer you to Sandy, <laughs> my cousin Sandy. She's super smart and She'll Let's do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll keep you guys posted on that. It sounds like Carlos is going to be back again for this third episode. Yes. <laughs> okay. Keep keep tuning in. Any of the past shows, the archives, anything that's coming up on the show, anything that's been on the show, go to wetpuzzlepiece.com and you'll get all of that info. Okay. And keep checking my social media. You can you can like to all my media. And then you'll know what's going on all the time because I'm a media freak. <laughs> and you'll see people like this and topics like this and more. Okay, so keep checking it out. Happy 4th of July weekend. Yeah. I'm not going to be here Monday, but I'll see you at the Federal Bar for La Magique Fantastique. And I'll see you at Jason Achilles Mozilla's album release. And what else is going on? <laughs> My friend's having her sobriety birthday party if anybody yeah. wants to come out on Monday. <laughs> anyway, those are things coming up. Oh! And ultimate jam night tomorrow night. No cover. Great bands. Check it out. I'll see you in two weeks. You are watching T Radio V. Radio and TV.